And what of you, when the pack is faltering, will you fight or will you fall? When the moon rises, the tale must be told. Hello everybody and welcome to A Rendezvous with Destiny Outcast, our Bite Marks actual play podcast. I almost said Sky on then. Uh, our Bite Marks actual play podcast. As ever, I am your not-so-humble GM Luce and with me today I have... Hello, I'm Will, I use he, him pronouns uh, and I've just eaten an entire bag of um, Terry's chocolate orange mini eggs, which hashtag not spawn, but are wonderful. Um, it's like a, an espresso shot of delicious chocolate orange flavour. Um, so I'm feeling actually weirdly energised considering this is the fifth episode we recorded in, in the space of like 24 hours. I'd say 36 hours. Yeah, because we did um, them in the morning yesterday. Yeah, well. like like 28 hours, maybe tops. <laughs> I have had a full can of Monster Energy and I can feel my heart rate. Luz <laughs> had Monster Energy, which is the kind of pink you just don't find in nature. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things you don't find in nature, werewolves. Um, oh, I thought you were going to uh, introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Amazing. No, um, I play Declan, who also uses he, him pronouns, and he is the fixer. And he has been a nasty boy. In this episode. <laughs> Hi, my name is Am, and I play Magda Mori, the I feel like the battle master. <laughs> no, uh, the prodigal. We both use she, her pronouns. And I'm not going to be talking a lot uh, because I'm unconscious. So mm, I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't have let me storm off, Chloe. <gasps> yeah, it's it's actually your fault for um, my character who was complaining about being treated like a child, not being um, treated like for, a child. Yeah, not being treated like a child when she went for tantrum. Yeah, exactly. What was that? We're not your mum and dad. We're not your mentor. We yeah. can't tell you what to do. <laughs> Anywho, my name's Chloe. I play Harriet, the Howl, and we both use she, her pronouns, and Harriet has a lot of telling off to do. Of everyone. <laughs> of everyone, <laughs> yeah. And they all deserve it. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, well, where we laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no! For the last time this series. No! <laughs> I did it so well. Okay. Where we last left members of our pack, yes, um, Mags had been running through the forest and was knocked unconscious and does not know what has happened since. Harriet and Declan have seen a cavalcade of mm-hmm. army trucks and cars coming up towards the farm, you are arrayed with your allies. Vampire food. <laughs> um, a very people in black tactical gear have dragged two unconscious figures with hoods, both in human form with hoods over their heads uh, to the front of the group and a very smartly dressed man in a crisp very clean suit has come out of the car and the figures have been revealed to be the unconscious Anton and Mags. And that is where we last left off our pack. This is the second time in two campaigns we've run on this podcast where my character has been knocked out and I'm convinced it's a conspiracy theory to just keep me quiet. (laughs) It's because you make it really easy for me to (laughs) knock you out and use you as an emotional manipulation tool. I'm adorable. I'm great as bait. It's not not intentional bait though. You just went and had a tantrum in the woods (laughs) while we knew that we were under attack. (laughs) And I had a hard move to use. Max is not a thinker. Oh, I forgot about that. Damn it. I've been I've I've been keeping track of all of them, and they've there's been stuff happening that we're not aware. We don't know about. Because I'm going missing. Because I've had hard moves. Yeah. So um, what would you like to do? I mean, lie on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking. Unconscious. <laughs> Shush. Unconscious people can't speak. Now. 
<laughs> I mean, like, in a situation like this, like, I, the first thing I'm doing is look and see what Ephraim's reaction yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. He is, um, he stood quite, he sort of stood at the front of you, like, yeah. with a couple of the other alphas, and Renwick is there as well. Um, everyone is very tense. Ephraim is growling. They're like, mm. so they're very like sub-vocal, but you can always you can't actually hear it as such. But all of your pack and the other walls as well can feel it, and it is anger. Yes, yes, it is. Um, I want to, I want to go and stand with Ephraim, mm-hmm. like off his shoulder or behind him. Uh, because I've got like um, what Mag said earlier, just kind of in the back of my head, where I'm like, let's not do anything we'll regret or anything, you know. Yeah. So I don't think it's something that Harriet's ever really thought of having to do before, but it's like she's considering having to hold Ephraim back, mm-hmm. um, potentially, but isn't going to do anything. Just kind of be there. Okay. And see so you're how it plays out. Waiting and seeing how it plays out, yeah. making sure that Ephraim makes the right decisions for the pack. <laughs> yeah. And what is Declan doing? Um, so, so Declan's first instinct is to um, look for a way out. Basically, mm-hmm. is to identify an escape route, and that's still something he's going to do. But he's also sort of torn because the, the whole pack is here, and he, you know, physically with like the weird pack dynamic mm. stuff, can't abandon the pack. So um, you can always make a disobey move, Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I'm not going to do. So, um, so he is going to stay with the pack, but um, sort of still try to identify a. Yeah. Um, um, best escape route would be obviously you have your. There's a thing for it. Yeah, you have the tunnels and you have the caverns underneath the farm where you've secreted all of the various members of various packs and other supernatural uh, creatures that aren't going to be good in a fight, so like the kids essentially are all locked <laughs> in these things and there is an escape tunnel down there so you know that if the best thing yeah. to do would be get down there, go through the escape tunnel and go to ground somewhere. Because, uh, okay, I, I was going to say I can make yeah. a harness to Wolf Chat because yeah. that's one of the questions there, but yeah. but that's fine yeah, if that's we've got fine. a pre-order. Because it's, yeah, it's, and it's also the definite role. That's fine. Know, things like that. Okay. And that's a good potential uh, excuse for running away, is looking after the kids down yep. there. I'll bear mm, that in mind. That's true. Okay. Um. Um, this very smartly dressed figure takes a couple of steps forward. Um, it is very t- he is very tall, very gaunt, and quite an old man. Um, probably in his late 60s, early 70s, are quite old, but looks still looks very sort of wiry and spry with it in this sort of immaculately pressed suit. Um, Well, it seems that we are at a bit of a standoff, as one might call it. I have here, I think, people that you would like to be returned safely, and I think we might be able to come to some form of agreement. You have disrupted my plans, and I can see that you are willing and ready to fight, but I do not think it needs to come to that. I will give you your people back on the assurance that you will not follow me, and you will not stop me from what I am doing. I will not come back here, so it will not affect you. But if you try to stop me, things will go very badly for you. I have friends in what you might call high places. He just smiles at you. Mm. Uh, While this is going on, can I... uh do a harness the wolf because uh, to use sort of wolf senses and say you can't do it in human form yep. and see if I can identify if he's got anything supernatural going on mm-hmm. or if he's just a human. Yep. Okay. Plus uh, five, six, seven. So I can ask one. So I guess I'll do. Um, what smells wrong here? 
the um, he does he smells he doesn't smell. Okay. Oh, not at all. Mm. Not so, at all. Uh, it's a blank. So um, he doesn't smell, but um, it's it obviously it's emanating from him, but it seems specifically to be emanating from a ring that he is wearing on a hand. Interesting. Sorry, sorry, what's emanating out of the ring? The the, the, the sort of like, the lack of sense seems to be concentrated around this ring oh. and it's sort of going over his body. That might explain why it's like, we could treat it like a scent itself rather than just, yeah. he's invisible. I don't know. <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, is anybody, any of the like leaders, um, responding, or are they just like not sure what to do? Um, it people look unsure. Ephraim sort of takes a step forward. Mm. Um, you will let them go so long as we don't follow, and you will leave this place. Nice. He sort of looks around at some of the other leaders. Is it like? What do we want to do? Anyone want to put their two cents in? He sort of looks at you, Harriet. Like, you're my howl. Yeah. I will... I will use my super spooky brain magic instead of uh, nice. instead of talking to him. Use your super spooky brain magic. Nobody's going to hear it. Um, yeah. To kind of just say... Uh, can only be like a short, a short sort of impression, mm. but the idea of um, like we can't. This is way bigger than us, mm -hmm. and just like just doing this one incident is not going to make the problem go away. It might give us time though, because I think I and Harriet are both kind of going. Oh no, I don't know if this is a good idea, but it, we might have to go with it anyway. Um, so yeah, that kind of impression. Um, yeah, I might also to the rest of the pack mm -hmm. and in, including everyone, everybody all together, yeah. have just sent out a, a very quick sort of impression of um, like to be ready and to um, just in case anything happens that everybody should sort of. I feel like we've probably planned for this sort of eventuality so everybody knows where their like, place is yeah. and what positions to go to or whatever, so whether they've got to go and hunker down, whether they're, they're going to be fighters or whatever, just kind of getting everybody to prepare. prepare. Basically like a little alarm system. <laughs> yeah, just set the alarms are ringing. Yeah. Um, um, and so, so you said um, the, the main guy, his face exploded, the, the other guys have got concealed they, faces. Yeah, they, um, they're wearing sort of like... Um, black tactical gear and helmets right, and yeah. things like okay. almost like um motorcycle helmets with visors right yeah because if not i was going to see if any of them match the um oh, yeah. the picture of the uh, the guy that freya sent you know, from his like rap sheet sort of photo but alas alas no alas no what about um i know he i know the, the main guy doesn't smell or Declan knows that i don't know that but like is there any smell that is very similar to the people at the docks or the, what was going on at the um, docks? Roll me a harness the wolf. That's a nine. Um, you can ask me a question. Okay. Um, well, I guess it's the same one. Yeah. Like, what smells wrong? Um, yes. So um, even though this sort of lack of scent is sort of interfering with things, you do get that sort of whiff of the the salt and the water and sort of the ru sort of slightly rusting metal from the dockyards you do get mm. that i that sort of aura oh. is coming from the people who were the the, the guys in the tactical game mm. so i i'll try and uh, I'll, I'll relay that message mm -hmm. using the spook super spooky brain magic to be <laughs> uh to declan and to ephraim yeah um along with the the idea of the all oh, it could be a small operation than it seems if these were the same people um, that are coming here that were at the docks. Okay. But not necessarily. We don't know. Um, 
yeah what's the other leaders like how do they how are they all looking um you see renwick um has obviously you don't know vampires and what they're doing but you do notice that in while things have been focused on your pack um that you cannot see Etienne anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, what are you doing, Renwick? <laughs> Renwick um, sort of sidles up to Ephraim, sort of, <laughs> it like, so like, like, put, like puts an arm around his shoulder, just like, and then just like out loud to the to the entire thing and to the. Well, um, I think that this sounds like a good opportunity to stop what is going on. Things will not affect us anymore, which I think is very good. We will stay in our lane, as I think the phrase goes, and you can stay in yours. As he is telling this to everybody, um, you... So Harriet, Declan, everyone, you don't know if other people as well, but you definitely get this sort of message. So obviously Renwick has something similar to what Mm. you can do. Um, which is just, we can't win this fight here. Mm, that's what I was thinking. We can reconvene, find out more information, and work against this later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gosh, this is such a weird situation. <laughs> um, because I kind of like I feel like this is the sort of situation where normally both Declan and Harriet would not be the ones making the decisions but nobody seems to quite want to <laughs> so so it's like oh what do we do um, yeah how are the how many people are there that are out of the trucks oh that are out of the trucks there's a good 35 yeah people yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people, especially if they have all of that stuff. And I will say, you do see they've got guns on them, mm. and um, uh, one of them sort of opens the mag case to readjust it, put it in, and you can see that the bullets. Oh, are I'm just reloading. Yeah, What's like, this? <laughs> doing like a not so subtle showing of mm. that the bullets are silver, mm. and you know that those bullets will affect both vampires. And werewolves. Which is the majority of yeah. our all yeah. fighting forces, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's that and some sirens, if we can somehow make them take a swim in the lake. Yeah. So, well, the uh, sirens can come out of the lake. Yeah. Just, no, the, the sirens are sort of, are sort of okay. with you here fine. in fine, this standoff. Fine, but, but, no, but yeah. More, yeah. More like, yeah. you know, who we're going to fight, a shark or a bear, it depends. It's, yeah, it depends <laughs> it, where they are. It depends yeah. on the lake, yeah. In the sea. Uh, fine. Um, okay, I think we kind of just have to take them up on it. Um, mm. Um, this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a stretch, but do you think I would be able to try and wake up Mags and Anton with your super, super spooky brain power? Super spooky brain power. Yes, I think you would. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say give me a heart roll, but yes, yeah. if it works, then yes. Like a, boo, wake up. Oh no, there's a six. I know, but also, but I do need to be failing as a human more, as Mag said. But this also might not be the time to be doing that. <laughs> Up to you. Um, do you think narratively? I don't think it's super important. I just wanted to see if it would change what they do, so I might not use the pack pool then. Okay. Unless you particularly want to be away. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, now you make me guilty. <laughs> um, but seven, anyway, might not even. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? We've got loads in the pack. Although, wait, wait, wait. How many do we have in the pack pool? We have eight, eight. which is how much we need That's to how much we need for the. Mm, yeah. In that case, I'll wait then, just in case things go south and we need to use that. Um. Ephraim steps forward again. Um, he sort of seems to, he looks around, nods at some of the other leaders like, you're all right, good for me to take this, because it's a little bit of a difficult situation, because yes, this is your territory, but one, Ephraim is not the only wolf alpha here, and they all yes. have power, and there are other 
there's the coven is here, the, yeah. the siren. So it's like, are you all right for me to speak for all of you? And there seems to be some yeah. sort of understanding. Um, he nods at the figure. Um, yes, we will accept this bargain. We will not follow, we will not try to intervene again, so long as none of ours go missing again. Figure nods. Uh, gestures to some of his men. They drag um, Anton and Mags closer towards you and sort of drop them <laughs> about 50 yards away and head back to their groups and they all start getting back into the trucks and the figure sort of does like a slightly smarmy nod mm -hmm. at all of you. It was so pleasant doing business with you. Clear to have reached an agreement, Mr. Adams. His eyes widen. <laughs> and then he sort of changes his face. <laughs> so sweet. You think you know things. And he gets back in the truck and they start <laughs> to drive away. But you did notice when you said that name, he was, he tried surprised. to hide it, but he yeah. was surprised. Do you know the fun thing about the phrasing of none of ours go missing again? Mm. Is that we're all currently working together as basically the supernatural community. And therefore, ours could mean anybody. You should have gotten that in one writing? of the fairies <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, if you had woken Mags up, she would have been, tried to bite his hand off. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So know. maybe a good call. That's why I was like, this could be fun, but no. <laughs> she would have started that fight. <laughs> I'll go uh, go over to Mags and Anton and untie them and everything. And yeah, you try can, and wake them up like yeah, a you normal can them person. Away, uh, some of the witches come over and try and uh, help as well. Oh my god. Mags, what did you do? What? I'm... Hey, what time is it? Time? It's, I don't know, it's like the middle of the night. Where did you go? I was just in the woods. I went, oh. Hmm. I think this might have something to do with someone we were arguing about. I, in, in what way? And I'll, uh, if, if this, Max brings this up, yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, Anton, you all right? Good, buddy. I'm just going to, like, palm you off to somebody else <laughs> and let him get you, get you yeah. settled. I wanna be... He's not being in this conversation. <laughs> I want to be very clear that this isn't some definite information Luz has given me. This yeah. is just kind of Max slowly putting stuff together of what she thinks. Yeah. She says, so, and I'm assuming you've caught her up to speed. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't need to um, say that. And she says, so he was wearing a ring. Yes. I think if he was, he the fact that he keeps it on himself all the time makes me think he's not a human. Well, we have and no way of knowing. he's from us. As, as far as we know, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, this is like, I mean, I said it from the start, right? This is vengeance. It certainly seems that way. And there's a reason that we don't know yet that Declan pointed out which is that um they targeted they threatened and scared and intimidated our pack mm. no one else's none of the sirens none of the vampires none of the fae us yes but there were also you can change a face you can't change a smell no doesn't necessarily mean he's not human, though. He could just not want to be followed. Although he's done a pretty bad job of that. Then why wear the ring all the time? Do we know he's wearing it all the time? I mean, it's where that smell is, right? Presumably. I want, I want that ring. I want to know what he smells like. We can't follow him. All I'm saying is it feels like you're extrapolating a lot from a pretty limited set of data at the moment. You're making a lot of assumptions. At least I'm doing something to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah, like wandering off and getting yourself knocked out. Come you should have just left me. And look where that got us. That's look, not our ways. That you get a silver bullet in the neck? I don't think so. The pick needs you. Why are you so... 
and she's gonna. Can I have heart rolls from all three of you, please? No, I can't. Ten. Ooh, not bad. Um, eight. Eight. Uh, so I got a six. Um, it, it will probably give Lisa a hard move. <laughs> it, this, it, this is just to see if you notice something. Hard okay, move to push fine, the story fine, forward. Fine, fine, fine. No, I, I, I'll, I'll accept the six then. Cool. You get a faily thing for being human. Yes. Um, which I haven't actually got any of until now. Nice. So. Um, Declan, you're just in, you're like, all of your focus and emotion are like having this conversation with Mags and Harriet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mags, you hear something happening behind you and you sort of look over, but you're not quite, you're just like, oh, something's happening, someone's talking. Harriet, you essentially hear this, you, you sort of hear this stream of swearing coming from behind you in like, quite like a, in just like, in an accent, you, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't who's, who's that talking? And you spin around and you see that, um, Etienne had sort of has is like emer- has emerged oh. from like fog. <laughs> like he was fog, and he is now in vampire form. Yeah, and he has said something to Renwick, and Renwick has just gone, just started swearing very profusely. Okay, I'm immediately going over there then. What's going on? Jesus Christ! And um, right? <laughs> oh, um, well, we have we have a. Big problem. What kind of problem? Is it an Etienne-related problem? Etienne is not the problem. He has helped to figure out this is a lot bigger than we thought. But I think we knew it was big, even bigger than that. That ring he was wearing. What about it? Bad. It's, um, had a symbol on it. What kind of symbol? The Knights of the Order of St. John. Do I know anything about the Knights of the Order of St. John? Um, and if any one of you can roll me heart. Mine's is stupid. That. Uh, oh, I rolled well. That's uh, 12. Um, you do know about the Knights of the Order of St. John. Mm. Um, in mortal history, they were a band of knights who, um, it's a little bit like the Templars. Um, mm. They sort of out in um, Malta and on roads and out sort of fighting for the good the good fight for Christianity mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that was what their front was. Mm. They were specifically an order uh, designed to kill and get rid of supernatural. Mm. Thought it might be. And he was wearing a ring. Mm. Um, now Harriet's swearing. You, uh, you do know that the Order of St. John, uh, one of the reasons why there is the treaty between the vampires and the werewolves is because they were worried about the Order mm. um, and the fact that a lot of the animosity between the two species was driven by the Order itself. Mm. Sort of historically. Right. Well, you're right, that is a big problem. And I think Declan said it was masking his scent. Yeah. We thought that was all there was to it, but... I have heard of things like this before. Um, he, um, they, um, I remember, I am a lot older than all of you. I remember, um, I remember what it was like in the old days when we were hunted. Mm. Um, they, the rings gave them abilities, made it more difficult for our powers to work on them, to, to, to track them, to find them, to hunt them, um, and it made it easier. They could hide from us in different ways. So, do you think this person is some kind of descendant of the knights? The the order we. The order was disbanded. It's one of the reasons we managed to form the treaty. But the rings would still exist. The rings would still exist. But what if is the order being brought back, or is this just a single person? We need to know more. We do. We need to know whether he's just found this ring and knows how to use it for whatever reason, or whether there's something more sinister at play. But we can't do anything right now. We need to regroup. 
we need to research. Yes. While this conversation is happening, mm -hmm. I would like to kind of be going around talking to people mm -hmm. and kind of just like, I want to get like sort of a twig on who is keen to end this like sooner rather than later. Any of the younger vampires mm -hmm. or sirens or witches who, or even wolves, who are, are having issue with this problem of like waiting it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Max is staging a revolution. Just taking, I'm just taking a mental note. I'm not doing anything <laughs> more than that. Um, this is gonna be a roll. I think this is gonna be a harness the wolf roll, please. Uh, that's an eight. Okay. Um, so ask me a question. Which one do you think is going to be uh, best suited? What do they really want? Okay. Um, you do find that some of the some of the various packs and some of the mm. more sort of younger members of the community are a bit more like, well, we don't know a lot about this history. We we haven't been told a lot about what's going on with this. Yeah. Why is it it can't be that important? We should be chasing them down. Yeah. Okay. There's a good solid core group of five or six across the nice. combined forces. Cool. I'm just going to kind of like just individually float between groups and chat. Yeah. Make sure everyone knows who everyone is. That's fine. Is Declan doing anything? Um, no, not the moment. I don't think there's anything very obvious today. Yeah. Okay. So, you now know who has been behind mm. this mm. problem. You know that it is a lot larger than you originally thought. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Ephraim comes over to each of you individually and has essentially the same conversation, which is the pack needs to be strong right now and we will need the help of these others. I am going to talk with the other alphas and the leaders. What I would like you to do, get in contact with anyone you can think of in the supernatural community, be it from here or from elsewhere anyone you can think of, find out what is happening in other places. Mm -hmm. Can I trust you all to do this? Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. He nods, and Renwick, Amelia, Ariel, and the other alphas, so Elaine and a couple of the others, mm -hmm. they all head into a room in the house, and it seems to be they are starting a council. Mm -hmm. I am going to talk to Cass, yep. and just assuming that she's, they're one of the people who are kind of um, interested in sort of maybe different solutions. Yeah. Say, I am going to take my friends on a road trip. I need you to be feeding me information of what is happening here. That sounds alright. Not just what the, the council is telling everyone, but what's actually happening. They nod. They um, seem to understand what you're nice. pushing at. And give this to other people we spoke to, and mm -hmm. it's some of the concoction that we talked about okay. earlier. Um, not all of that, I'm going to for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for the other two, and I'm like, right, who wants to go on a road trip to London? No. We have to be reaching out to other members of the community. It's the biggest city in the country. And you can't do that with a mobile phone. Not well. Do you have any idea what the supernatural community is like there? <laughs> there are Funny no, enough, no. There oh. are no covens. There are no packs. It is in everyone for themselves. Ah. My wolf's dangerous. Great, we He's need right. dangerous people. We can't go all the way to London <clears throat> now. Leave everybody here on their own. There are strong people here who can protect them. I think it is a good decision. There are lots of different supernatural people from different walks of life, some of whom may have a better idea of what is going on. <sighs> 
I feel uncomfortable going when, when things are still being decided. That's fair. Um, why don't you talk to my friend about it? I can. I can't guarantee he'll think it's a good idea either. That's fine. I If he doesn't want you to go and you don't think it's a good idea, then we can stay and be good dogs. You don't say it like that, Max. I just cause it like I see it. Look, a lot of this is because of you running away, so I don't think you're in much of a position right now. Go talk to your alpha. Fine. I'm going to talk to her for a Okay, yeah, so the... A bit of a huff. <laughs> yep. Um, he is in his study with the other sort of leaders. You knock on the door... Come in. Um, what do you say? I'm sorry to bring this up like this, but uh, Max wants us to go uh, down to London to find uh, the people that she knows there and perhaps gain their help. I don't know if it's necessarily a good idea right now, but if we can gain more allies, it could be a boom. But Ephraim I don't... sort of looks around and like, sort of nods and says... Um... Well, we were discussing sending out various members to other communities, both mm. here and over the rest of Northern Europe, to see what else they might have learned. So, um, sending a couple of you down to London, probably not a bad idea. Um, Renwick sort of has, seems to have calmed down a little bit, less ruffled panic. Um, and, cause, yes, well, I think um, that's and back to his very put-upon accent. I think that um, I will, yes, I will send one of mine down with you, if that is right, so that we can keep in contact. But yes, I think go to London, see what you can discover, keep in contact, tell us what you find, and see if you can find out any more about this Mr. Adams. Mm. Yes. Oh, I suspect that's not his true name. No, it seems... But his, his reaction was strange. Mm. For that. There's mm-hmm. why I said it. It's a gaseous reaction. And... They didn't expect us to Did not know expect that. us to no. know. So I'm, I'm wondering what else we know that they don't know that we know. <laughs> well, we don't know very much. Well, exactly. It's... We don't know what they don't know, but we know what they know. <laughs> It might. Uh, are, um, are there any Templar groups in Boston? Not that I am aware of, but I have some allies in the Americas. I can mm-hmm. um, see if they can find out anything. See if they can give us any information. It might be a good idea also to reach out. It would be a good idea to reach out to them in case um, people have been going missing over there. Mm. Yes. Was useful to watch the sea. Well, we have people who are quite equipped to that, and not the <laughs> aerial. <laughs> not back. So, I, I'd like to just before leaving, mm-hmm. just kind of nod towards Ephraim, and I know like this is a. A room with lots of other people in it, so I don't think it's a time to be having a private conversation, but we'll just sort of telegraph to him, like, uh, the idea, like, like an impression of, 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 like, be strong, be safe, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and, like, just mild, like, concern for him as a person, as opposed to the pack itself, um, but I don't, we don't have the means to kind of address it right now, but just, like, yeah. I hope you're okay. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> the three of you start getting ready to go down to London to find out more about what is happening. Um, as you're getting ready, um, Declan, you suddenly feel arms just sort of like glomped around your midsection, and uh, Sylvie has tackle hugged you. Hey. Hi. Hey, little cluck. You okay? I'm okay. Do you have to go? Yeah, I've got to do it for pet, you know? 
I know. I'm just worried. Worried? What about? She just sort of looks at you like, I'm panicked! I am 14 and a lot of stuff is happening and I don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's okay. You know, um, Ephraim will do everything he can for you. She, she knows that. Yes, he's, he's a good alpha. He's a good leader. Um, make sure you come back safe, okay? Yeah, I'll do my best. And keep an eye out on the others. I, I think they'll certainly need it, so yes, I will. She sort of smiles. And you both keep an eye on them here as well. Yes, I will. I, I'll, I'll keep an eye on everything. She sort of like nods and then. Good. You have to be my little spy here, okay? Okay. Oh, what do you want to spy on? Um, everything. Make sure people aren't doing weird and unsuspected things, alright? Right. Um, so if the others are sort of staying here, um, does that mean if they do vampire stuff, I have to tell if they're doing vampire stuff, or is that just expect? Is that just like normal vampire stuff, or what is weird vampire stuff? I don't any, any weird stuff. Just what okay. can you not expect? And she brings, she gets like a like a flip phone out of her pocket <laughs> and is like, put your number in, then I can text you anything I see. Declan's about to make the biggest mistake <laughs> in her life. Uh, fine, all right. And he puts a number in, but it's for one of his burners, not his <laughs> actual phone. He's got burners, I feel like. Yeah, he's definitely he does. in character. Sylvie looks really happy to have been given this level of responsibility. <laughs> and she um, wanders back. All three of us having a conversation with someone else being like, I don't trust what's going on, so you keep an eye on it for me, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you have people in London yeah. that you can I'm gonna, get in contact I'm gonna with let them know. That you're on your way down. Yeah. Yep, that's absolutely fine. Um, you, you were in London for a while, you know... Mm where to go, who to talk to, where to start searching for things. Um, you are getting ready and as you are, a tallish looking vampire wanders over to you. Um, looks a little bit different from the other vampires, has a little bit more of like a healthy looking skin tone. Um, doesn't, cause like all the rest of them are all like very traditional, like corpse white. Yeah. Um, that's sort of like grey almost. It's of probably like half makeup. Dead <laughs> skin. Oh, fully, yes. Um, he looks a little bit more normal in a sense. Um, and as he approaches uh, your world, you can actually, you can hear a heartbeat. Mm. What's your deal? That's no way to good eat someone, Max. What's your deal? I turn into a wolf. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> yes, that is your deal. Um, How does she survive in? Good to London meet you all. Um, I ask this question every day. Back, I beat up a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I mean that's quite fun. Um, I'm Garraway. Um, my deal is that I'm I'm a dampier. Ah. Do you know what that is? Like a like a half vampire. Yes, half vampire, half human. In that someone messed up the turning, or like a vampire and a human love each other very, very much. The second one. Nice. Um, Harriet looks visibly uncomfortable when you use that phrasing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Garraway. Um, Renwick sent me to work with you down in London. I, I've um, I've been down in London before. I know some people down there, so I think I can probably help out with that. Oh, thank you. That's much appreciated. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a situation that we've got on our hands. A little bit, yes. Mm. Um, quick question. Mm -hmm. How are you with sunlight? That's why I'm being sent. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a big, I have a lot of sunscreen with me, and I have a lot of hoodies, so I'll be fine. Okay. Um, Mags is now back in human form, who is pale skin, covered in freckles, and very, very uh, red, very, very red hair. He's like, I feel you on the sunscreen. I may be borrowing some of that. Valid. <laughs> so, um... Off to London we go. Yes, we better go as Road soon as possible. You seem very excited about this. I have... I mean, you know... I know you know this. Like, there are no covens, there are no packs, there are mm -hmm. no pods. But that is where my pack is. And I'm excited to go back. I see. <sighs> and he still I see, and then he's like... He's like going clocks. Yeah, no. How do Harry and Declan react to that statement? Harry is not saying anything, but her face is like thunder. Declan raises his eyebrows and looks a little bit smug about it. And, and you sort of see behind Garraway's eyes this. 
Ah, uh, this is bad vibes that I'm getting myself into. Oh well, must be done. <laughs> I Welcome, hope I survive. Garraway. Welcome to family family problems. Mm-hmm. Max is really excited that there's someone else there because it means they're less likely to argue. <laughs> um, so the four of you prepare yourselves to go down. You have each made various different deals with people to keep an eye on what is happening. Um, you, Ephraim pulls you aside just before mm-hmm. you go, Harriet, and says, um, I know that um, we are working together, which is good, but just keep an eye out. Keep me informed. I will. Always. And you reckon that Renwick has had a similar conversation with Garraway. Reasonable. That's fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> so, you are on your way to London to try and find out more about the Knights of the Order of St. John and to see what has been disrupting the supernatural communities. And that is where we are going to end uh. season one of Outcast. Oh my God, the drama. We're ending season one and everyone hates each other. Yeah. The vibes at the start of the season was so good and now the vibes are awful, but like in the best way. Yep. Ah. Tension, tension. Ah. Harry, it's so annoying. <laughs> all of all your, the, all all the your PCs are the worst. I did, I did not this but yeah. this is where we're at <laughs> everyone's pcs are just the actual worst it's amazing <laughs> it's really good i um you i am i'm really enjoying and i would like to do a talk back if yes yeah yes. um so we will do a little a little schedule update from i don't know what accent that was <laughs> It was Renwick's um, accent, really. <laughs> from uh, yeah, it's like kind of Russian-ish. Your but, favorite yeah. editor, um, which is the next episode you will hear in two weeks will be a little talk back mm-hmm. um, from us. Just well, I might even release it in between weeks, depending on how short it is. Just about um, how we feel the campaign is going, what our hopes are for the future, feedback, chats, um, stuff we really enjoyed and want to, you know, shout out other players for doing that kind of thing, and then. Chloe is running her first one shot. Yes. Woo! It's not the, ever. It's but gonna. On the well, feet. yeah. It's gonna be the first time I've ever GM'd mm-hmm. uh, in public. Yay! Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You're gonna do a great job. I hope so. I hope it will be you fun. Tell, tell people a little bit about what we're gonna be playing. Yes, we are going to play the Dresden Files RPG, which is a fate system. We may use the accelerated version. We haven't decided yet, but yes, we we'll probably see. will. Um, I have downloaded all of the books and the read them all. Yes. It's like my understanding is it's like kind of like if Blades in the Dark and Monster of the Week had a baby. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's very urban fantasy. Lovely. Think lovely. Wizard with a gun, and that's the Dresden Files. Amazing. <laughs> um, and we're going to be joined by the lovely Fiona from What Am I Rolling? Yes, I love Fiona so much. Yes, I think all Will, Chloe, and I have all had the pleasure of playing with her. Yes, before, and she's very talented. Uh, I have not played with her. Before. Oh, she I, I've not done any podcast content with Ooh, her before. Really? But I, I have. I've heard her reputation echo through the online halls. Absolutely, the podcast, podcast community. Yeah. Yep. I was um, lucky enough to meet Fiona in person last week. That's nice. crazy. She is even more um, wonderful in person. Lovely person, incredibly talented, and I am very, very excited to have her on the feed. Yes. She has also read the Dresden Files book, yes. which none of us have done. Apart so from Chloe. we're gonna have we're gonna have Am and Will have no knowledge. Luce will probably read all of them in about a week, um, which is quite a feat. <laughs> and then Fiona, who's read them, so lots of different. Levels of knowledge, which will be fun. And then we'll return to continue our adventure. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting stuff, very exciting stuff. Um, wow. I mean, I um, don't know what to say, guys. Well, that's for the Talkback e- episode. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Am, um, where can we find the Talkback episode if you, you want to listen to it? You can find the Talkback episode on our feed, A Rendezvous with Destiny, where you can find all good podcasts. You can check us out at rwd underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. There's a link in our bio, a link tree, which includes an invite to our Discord. Come join yeah. us. Come join Sign us. Um, it in- includes links to where we are on Apple and Spotify podcasts. If you would be so kind as to leave a review, that would five be amazing. Stars. Doesn't have to be five stars. Um, be nice if it was, though. There's also a link to our Kofi if you want to 
you know, just just show how much we appreciate the show. Give us a little bit of cash on our upturned hat on the internet. Uh, and everything that goes into that gets put straight back in the podcast mm-hmm. in forms of commissioning logos or source books, music, source books. Like if we wanted to buy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, we're not publishing. A <laughs> Can you um, imagine? Or potentially commissioning some merch. Yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah. Um, Great. You can also find me and Will on the Date Night Drive-In. That's D8 Night Drive-In on Twitter. In theory, we are a movie podcast. We'll see if we put out some more episodes in the near future. <laughs> Life kind of got in the way. Yes. Um, you that can... will happen when you have multiple podcasts. Yeah. Life uh, gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can no. also find me and Chloe on Deck of Many Aces. That's at Doma on social media. And on all good... It's at Deck of Many Aces most places, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell how much I'm scored. Yeah. Uh, Chloe plays a bar slash rogue. I play a fighter. It is very fun and silly. Yes. Um, and Chloe also streams on Twitch at Chloe <laughs> underscore with the flow. Oh, I'm getting um, all of them. She today. plays video games and she says she's bad at them, but she's really good at them. She's very charming and lovely. She, you can also find her and Will on T4C. And uh, Dragon by T4C Studios. That's the yeah. one. Close enough. Where they play uh, some more games. And uh, <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> I feel like at, at this stage neither of us really know what they are anyway, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> and um, Chloe is also a composer and an actor. You should hire her. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Did I do everything? Yeah, I you think did so. Everything and yeah. more. <laughs> I did it good. Well, I to be fair, good I work, have well letting done. been letting the two of you pick up the slack. So it's always like, I guess I'll do this one. Um, cool. And uh, you can find Luz by strolling out into uh, shallow water on a moonlit night, uh, dropping to your knees and singing the praises of the moon. Sure. Excellent. <laughs> I love that every com- communication with Luz involves some form of moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it fits. Yeah, and, definitely. Right, anyway. You know where else you can find us? On the hunt! <laughs> Good work, well done, everyone. This podcast is a work of narrative fiction. All people, places and events described are strictly fictional in nature and any similarities they may bear to reality are unintentional and coincidental. The bite marks system name, mechanics and law are solely the property of Black Armada Publishing and are used in this podcast with their express permission. That said, if you do find any of the content in this podcast interesting, you should check out Black Armada at blackarmada.com. The cover design for this podcast was illustrated by Eileen Tan. You can contact for commissions on Twitter at Grass Groves. Any music or effects used in this podcast were either publicly available with no associated copyright or composed by the podcast hosts. If you have any concerns over any of the content in this podcast or in this disclaimer, feel free to get in touch with us via email at rwdpodcastcontact at gmail.com.